This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm saying the lady. So what? Hi, welcome along to another episode of Top Flight Time Machine. We're recording this on Sunday evening at the end of a weekend, apparently. Um, I don't know. Has it been a weekend for you? Has it felt like a weekend, Sam? I Yeah, I, I've tried to my best to lend, um, just as I try to lend a weekday structure, I make yeah. a real effort to remove all structure from weekends. Do note, basically. I, I, yeah. yeah. Um, like, I don't conform to anything. I, I go where my guts tell me at the weekend. Your guts, yeah. Yeah. Whereas weekday, pretty strict. I mean, you know, regular listeners all know. Yeah. I've got, a, you know, I do my Joe Wicks and my running. Mm-hmm. I do, and then I'll do the, uh, I'll sweep the floor. Then I'll say, clean the floor. cleaning the kitchen, yeah. Oh, every yeah, day. am I? Uh, yeah, every day. God, but you dinner off it. Then I poof the pillows in the yeah. sofa area. Yeah. Do a lot of poofing these days, mate. Yeah. And um, and then I'm about ready to start doing other things, admin, work calls, blah, blah, blah. And podcast. Yeah. Podcasting. And then um, yesterday, I, yeah, yesterday, what I tried to do is put a lot of FIFA time in on a weekend. Yeah. But what I do is in between all, because like, you know, my good wife will see me and I'll be slumped on the sofa with the mm. boy and we'll be, you know, I've just taken on a new career as the Lazio coach, right? And right. we'll be talking to that and I can see her looking at us and judging us and thinking, fucking bone idle scum, what am yeah. I lumbered with these cunts for? Yeah. Look at him, the bald old twat sitting around yeah. playing a kid's game about football. Yeah. What, what a baby. Right, she might think those things. That's what her rising say. So what I do is, in between, I'll play, 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 play. And then I'll stop and I'll do like, bake some bread, bake, 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 bake. And then I'll like yeah. play again. And then I'll go, do some hoovering. And I'll like fucking hoover the whole house. So that way, right, no one can turn around and point the finger of idleness at you. Because what you do is, in between your leisure, you do like really like good household yeah, things you're breaking it up it's almost passive aggressive what you're doing isn't it I suppose it is yeah but it, yeah. It, you know keeps it's the peace, a, though. That's, it kind of keeps the pay, peace yeah I, I, I mean there's I a lot a of unsaid of... frustrations I'm sure yeah. unspoken well, that's that's a lockdown thing I think probably yeah I haven't got that because it's just me and the kids sometimes when and they're the with dog, me the, does and the, the dog, dog. Ju- does the dog judge you <sighs> no, do you the, feel the dog, as if he's do- judging the, you no the dog's got a kind of undying devotion almost which is, and that that almost disgusts you, doesn't it? It's really annoying. But, but there's there's that, and it's tied in with paranoia as well, because he always thinks I'm going to like sort of put him in his bed at bedtime. He refuses to go to bed now. This dog I've had for six, for five years I've had him. He's six now. Mm. Always used to go into his bed in the kitchen at bedtime. Yeah. Bedtime, Oscar, off he trot into the bed. Yeah. At some point, he's realised, what's he going to do if I don't get in the bed? What's he really yeah. going to do? It's like Animal Farm, mate. Yeah. It, he's taken over. He's got the, the, the power over us now, so he's he doesn't go to bed. He's worked it out. Yeah, he's worked it out. He's thought, what are you going to fucking do? Sue me. Try suing and a it, dog, mate. And Not it, if possible. I try, exactly. And if I try going to pick him up, put him in his bed, he hides under the table. So what, what am I going to do? Get under the table and crawl around. Try to I'm pick telling up a dog. you, the animals are slowly taking over. 
in the well, morning when I go from... Is a virus an animal? When I, more or less. So it's part of a bat, isn't it? I went, yeah. um, I went and had a... When I have a piss, my morning piss, mm. the bathroom window will be open and out back I can hear the birds singing. And for the first few weeks of lockdown, I thought, isn't that wonderful? Every day the birds mm. are singing more brightly because perhaps they're getting... They feel like they're getting their Earth back, their planet, yeah. and they're happy, yeah. right? And all the aeroplanes have been grounded, right? Out of their yeah, fucking air's domain. Cleaner. Yeah. Air's cleaner. But now I'm starting to think, fucking hell, they're really, I think they're fucking communicating with each other and planning something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They're like, yeah. lads, these lot are fucked. Have you, have you noticed? It's been six weeks now and yeah. they're just not cocking common outdoors. All their planes have gone. They're big iron birds. Gone. Mm-hmm. We've took now's, over. We've won. Now's the time. Somehow we've won. We've won. Now, if any cunt shows their face, swoop down and peck the cunt's eyes out. This is it. I've got like a block of um, fat, and it's got mealworms in it, and I nail it to the um, nail it to the fence, and they, they come down and eat it. And one of them, a blackbird earlier on today, was eating a bit. It's gone eat, 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 and then it was going what? Yeah, eight, telling eight, his what? mates, telling yeah. the others, but it's a bigger thing, isn't it? There's definitely communication. And like I said the other week on here, who's in charge of the birds? Fucking mm. no one. No one. Makes it, makes it I, um, I uh, remember working with a, with a geezer years ago on a television project, and he was um, he was he was Scottish, young lad, <coughs> and he'd grown up on a farm in Scotland, mm. and they kept sheep. Mm. And he told me horror stories about he hated crows, right? Mm. And I said to him, "Mate, why do you hate crows so much?" He was always on about look at them cunts. Like that. <laughs> so you seem a pretty placid guy, mm. uh, pretty laid back until the subject of crows arises and yeah. then you go pretty crazy. He went, so would you if you'd grown up on a sheep farm? He goes, at lamins, in lambing season, you'd hear a terrible crying from the field mm. and we'd go out and I'd follow my father and we'd get to the field and there they'd be, the, the wee lambs, their eyes, <laughs> Picked out of their, picked yep. out of their skulls whilst yep. they were alive in a week, right? Yeah. And I'm gone. The, the crows would swoop down and eat sheep's eyes straight out of their skull, mm-hmm. lambs. And he went. And my father, it's one of my oldest memories. My father would pick up the lamb, the wee lamb, look at it, and then he'd turn to me and he'd say, "Get the gun, Jamie. Get mm-hmm. the gun." This one's not and I'd be sent back to the house, and then his dad would would try to reap revenge on the crows. His dad mm. would be so upset, he'd just get the shotgun and just start fucking shooting wildly at the skies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of bring down some crows. I was out on my dog walk the other night, and I saw a crow fly down nearby, mm. and it had something in its mouth. I couldn't figure out what it was, and I looked closer. Mm. It was a bird's egg that it had taken from a nest. Can't. And the egg was open. It split the egg open, and there was a, a baby bird in there, obviously oh, not no. ready to be born. Oh, and my God. the fucking God. crow was having it. Uh, That's crows yeah. for you, Sam. Crows, crows are absolute cunts, because the thing is, I understand, right, the food chain and the laws of nature, right? Yeah, but and there's everyone's... manners, isn't there? There's good manners. There's, there's cr- some animals in the animal kingdom have the capacity for cruelty. Some animals yeah. are sadists. You can just swoop down and eat a, a worm. Everyone knows worms have no brains and no nerve endings. A worm yeah. doesn't know whether it's being eaten or not. 
Yeah. Right? Doesn't care either. You're doing a worm a favour, this fucking life it leads. Right? Yeah, it's it's the shit, isn't it? The shit lifestyle that worms have. They're like, good, eat me. You've been putting me out of my fucking misery. <laughs> I've been going around worming. It's fucking rubbish. I got Up and no, down, fucking... in and out the ground. Think of it this way. I got. I can't fucking see. I can't smell. I've got no mouth. Right? I've got no ears. Right? Uh, all I am is a big, long, thin... Like I look like a long, thin willy, right? I've got, I've got nothing. No books, no telly, no. It's fucking... I awful. live in fucking earth, right? That is what I live in, earth. That is shit. Uh, so he... <laughs> So they could do that, but they choose to do the thing that uh, that is the cruelest. Yeah. Right, I could just get that worm, or I could fly down with my crow wings, right, <laughs> and fucking pick the fucking eyeballs out of that fucking baby sheep in front of its own mum. And then put them in my guts for and later. And swallow them down into my crow guts. That's what I'm going to fucking do. And then when I'm done for my pudding, I'm going to fly up to another fucking bird. I don't care. I'll do it to other birds. I'm not... Mm. I'll do it to anyone. I'll fly into another bird's nest and I'll nick its fucking baby in an egg and I'll eat it. (laughs) Because I couldn't give a fuck. I could not give... In fact, not... I could give a fuck. I actually enjoy it. It gives me pleasure to, to consume animal children... And and regard the pain on their mother's faces as I do so, because I, I am a crow, and that is the crow way. I think we need to position ourselves as Britain's top anti-crow podcast. I'm starting a fucking campaign yeah. against the yeah. cats. Yeah, no to crow, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, so that's that's the crows taken care of. Uh, um, now Nelson's Nelson's uh, situation is he's mm. it, now he's gone absolutely. He's lost his fucking cat mind, right? Oh fuck! Because the cone, he he can't. He's trying to groom himself, but the cone is so gigantic he can't mm. reach any part of his body. So what he does is he tilts his head towards the part of the body that he wants to groom, and then he frantically, right. <laughs> licks at the inside of the fucking plastic cone. Oh, God. And he goes, rah, rah, and he's just licking oh. his cone. I mean, it's like torture watching the cunt. Oh, man. The vet can you not has groom said, him? Can you not groom I've him? been scratching him as much as I can. Give him, give him a lick. But do you know what he does? I've been scratching all of his face and stuff, right, where he, like, yeah. can't get to. And he loves it. He goes mad. He goes into a frenzy. <laughs> Right, and then he gets up on me when I'm in bed in the morning trying to drink my tea, and he stands on my chest and he starts purring, and then he lowers his face towards mine, right? Because yeah. he's really obsessive, even when he's not ill, he's like this, and he gets right up close, and then he lowers his face towards mine until the whole cone is over my face, <laughs> and our two faces are, are are together in this sort of vacuum, entwined. <laughs> it's disgusting. The comb stinks of fucking dreamies and cat biscuits. <laughs> cat spit. Oh, it's horrible. And I can't get him off me, you know. Oh, man. Anyway, I'm thinking of getting him... Um, I've got to take him to a vet tomorrow, check it out. I'm thinking if, if there's still a chance of them having to replace his cat tail, I was thinking of seeing if I could pay extra for an exoskeleton for the cat. Right, yeah. If only inside his tail. Yeah, Remove the tail, replace it with some sort of titanium tail. Mm. That power is in, tail. Yeah. A power tail that's impervious to bullets or fire. Mm. 
uh, or any other threats. A bionic tail. Almost. A bionic tail, and he, he could fucking do all sorts with it. <clears throat> Beat people up with it, lift up yeah. heavy objects for me, the lot. So I'm mm. going to inquire to that, to the vet. I've got to, um, I've got to shave the dog tomorrow. Oh, he's Why at a stage that? now. Well, he's at a stage now where he's just almost just a big ball of hair. Would you usually be taking him up the grooming parlour? I'd be taking him up the groomers usually. Yeah, no groomers though. Got to do it myself. Fuck, so you've got to do Andy Dawson dog grooming. <clears throat> yeah, I've got the clippers. Bought the clippers off the internet and we did a yeah. trial one a couple of weeks mm. ago and just took a little bit off and it was all right. It worked. But now we're going to have to do it for real. We're going to have to take it like right Shit. down to the bone. We're going to shave gonna, the Who's going to fucking hold him? He's going to try and do the off. Me and my daughter and my son, we're going to do it as a team. So the kids are going to pin <clears> him down. Yeah. And you're going to get at him with the razor. Well, we're going we're gonna to take turns, I think, shaving him and holding him. <laughs> and we'll just, just to keep it interesting for him. So, uh, I mean, I could do that live on the podcast. I don't know. Oh, it might work, be, might not. It would be wonderful if you did that, a live dog do shaving. On, could YouTube it or something like that? Oscar but, um, on Zoom. Yeah. Zoom so it. But, but that, I mean, we've had that booked in for like three days because there's just nothing to do. So it's like, look at the camera, Oscar. Week? Look at your fans. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's good to line things like that up. Although I, I broke today and I went out jogging in Richmond Park with my mate, but we jogged two metres apart. Right, yeah. We had to, but it's really good. And were you all going to chat at the same time? Yeah, it wouldn't annoy you because, so, well, it probably it probably would, but, yeah, it, probably sh- would. but it shouldn't because it's a ma- Richmond Park's a massive park right. and there's no cyclists or cars in it at the moment, okay. right? And so the space is immense. And we ran cross-country, didn't even run on the paths or the roads. Did, did you a... did, did you take turns facing each other? Like, did one of you take turns jogging backwards? So that no, you we were facing were, each other and we chatting We were two abreast. Time. We were two right. abreast. Right. But with, but with, like, a couple of minutes between us. Yeah. Not so far that we couldn't hear each other's chat. Yeah, good chat. It was a solid chat. Yeah. Um, talked a bit about... Uh, lot about money and the different <laughs> money op- worries the, the pros and cons of the uh of the situation thrown up by uh lockdown mm. uh talked a bit about medit meditation mm, good and then talked yeah. a bit about our other mates yeah it was all right so mm. we ha- we've hatched a plan to both move both our families up to cumbria once this is all over right yep okay We've been on. We've been on right move. I found a fucking incredible rig for six hundred and fifty grand fucking in fucking hell, somewhere, like, somewhere like Keswick. It's a fucking <clears throat> mansion. Yeah, it's a mansion. It will be. Yeah, that's that's how it is up north generally. So, um, so we're thinking of moving up there because now we've realised we can do all our work any, wherever. So we thought, fuck yeah. it, we might as well just move up because we, you know, it's very important for me to be near nature at all times. It's very important. Yeah, the equilibrium and all that. It is, yeah, for my yeah. demon situation. Yeah. So, fuck it, I might as well just go and live in Cumbria. And have you, There's a lot of cunts in Cumbria as well. Have you discussed so, this with, with your good wife? Does she know about nah, this? She, that's, that's the problem. Her and the <clears throat> kids will hate this idea. Is her, is her work you know, transportable her, her, anywhere? I, I, I believe that her work can be done remotely. You, without, you believe that, right? I believe that, yeah. Yeah. Well, just fucking go to Spain, go the other way. Could do. I've been watching. I tell you what, you could get, you could sell a house in London, probably get a rig in Spain and one in fucking Cumbria. Yeah, probably. Have a holiday home. I've given in to my self-imposed ban on watching a place in the sun during this. Why did you ban it? Because it was frustrating you too much. Just depressing. Yeah, and I've just watched four episodes back to back this afternoon. 
back. <laughs> and I, 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 I'm, broke. Just, I'm, I'm a mess. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, you know, it's worse than the iron filings for you. It's well, your iron filings. This is what we have to do: de-rig de- to the. Uh, I've to been, the Mediterranean. Um, the I've been. I've, I've baked some biscuits for my daughter this <clears> afternoon. <throat> I've just had <clears> two. We've been watching Friday night dinner before recording this, Good. which uh, inexplicably I had never watched before until Same. lockdown. Same. And I saw you tweeting about ago, yeah. it, right? And my brother on the on the family group, everyone was suggesting different things you can watch with, with the family as a whole. And a couple of my brothers said, oh, in our house we always watch Friday night dinner. And I was like, what the fuck? Well, fucking turns out it's one of the best programmes of all time. <laughs> It's great, isn't it? It's fucking really hilarious. Yeah. I'm like literally pissing myself laughing throughout the whole thing. And so are the kids and so are my wife. But the kids are actually annoyed with me now because I'm laughing too loudly, apparently. Oh, right, yeah. They're like That's this. Oh, thing. for God's sake. Yeah. You know, all right, you don't have to show off. That's what my daughter says. I'm like, I'm not showing off. I'm sorry. I This is how it's, I express it's, joy. It's an involuntary exercise. You know, yeah. you can't help yourself. Laugh, laugh, anyway, laugh. Anyway... What a fucking programme it is. I mean, I'm only on series two. I feel like the biggest twat in the world. It's been going for fucking years, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like some, some of the first wanker series. who's suddenly gone, oh, have you heard of The Sopranos or something yeah. like that? <laughs> yeah, I watched some of the first series when it was first on and then I drifted off. My trouble is, I'm always balls deep in music, documentaries, and alcohol on Friday yeah. nights when it's on, so I miss out on it. Uh, but, um, and, yeah, it's brilliant. you know, obviously it's a bonus because it's Jim Rosenthal's sons in it which yeah. is any member of the Rosenthal family <laughs> in any programme, count me in. It enhances it, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no, these great. biscuits we've been eating is... Uh, my, my daughter and I made them. Fucking hell. Do you know what the recipe was? We had to... We don't have any eggs, so we had to make some... But do some baking you got, without eggs. you got egg shortage again there. Nah, we'll get them tomorrow. The Sainsbury's delivery's coming tomorrow. Anyway, <clears throat> they're called biscuit biscuits, right? Okay. Because we made the biscuits, we were making the dough, and the there, we didn't have any chocolate chips or anything like that to chuck in, like they'd said. But we did. We found at the back of the cupboard a really old packet of Maryland chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> so we smashed the shit out of it with a rolling pin and chucked them into the biscuit. So it's biscuit biscuits, mate. It's fucking, fucking sensational. Oh, you could do that without even the first ingredients you had. Just get some biscuits, smash them and up, eat mix them, them with, a bit, with a bit of water. <laughs> That's biscuit cannibalism, that is, Sam. I know, it's, I know second, it's wrong. That's, that's I know it sounds second. perverse, but, you know, I'm buzzing off it. Biscuit biscuits se- in front of Friday night dinner doesn't get much better than that, mate. It's our second example of cannibalism in this episode, after the crow. After the fucking crow. Are fucking you saying hell. that I'm no better than a crow? Uh... <laughs> No, well, it's you, the biscuit is eating it, it, each other, isn't it? It's the biscuit it? that's it, yeah. It, you're just the facilitator. You're the god figure. Yeah. If anything. Yeah. Jalapeño. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jalapeño. I was looking in the, um, in the mailbag a bit earlier on, mm. and there's one, it, it's ludicrous, it's, it's ludicrous. It's from, I won't give him his name, uh, he's put it in under a burner name, which I'm not going to read out because it's not very funny. And it starts off, I have a family friend who is a wonderful hypnotherapist lady called blah, 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 blah. Um, And then he says, please don't pod what I'm about to tell you. All right. And then he tells us some stuff. I'm not going to. I'm going to respect his uh, his wishes. But, you know, don't send us juicy stuff in. And then Why is he sending it, it to out. us then? Well, he reckons he doesn't that- want us to. Say, he doesn't want us to know his name, and he also doesn't want us to tell the story. Yeah. So what is he aiming to fucking achieve? Well, he's probably it, got his achievement because now we're talking about the cunt. It, well, he said, "I'm sure she will be able to give you and Andy some time." Yeah, uh, another another uh, cunt has mm. been in touch with offers of uh, hypnotherapy. Um, right. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, of course I'm into the idea of being hypnotized. Why wouldn't I be? But yeah. uh, I don't know whether it's going to work in lockdown. I kind of want to be in, in the room with the hypnotist. And I don't want to be trick hypnotised like Darren Brown did to me. No, it's got to be I mean? legit, hasn't it? Yeah. There's another little another little addition to the end of this curious tale. And it just says, uh, she is a widow. Good. And if this is not mad enough, you could Google her name and put husband after it. So I'm going to do that now. I've got the name. I'm going to Google it. See who her husband is. Don't tell me it's Sarah Green. Don't tell me it's the Widow Green. Is it the Widow Whoa. Green? Whoa! Fucking hell! Is it someone famous? Is it a famous widower? A famous widow? Uh, it's not famous, but it's nuts. It is really? nuts. I'll tell so you about she, it after after this episode. So she, so she is the widow of someone who what? Did something notorious? I'd never heard of it. I'd and never now, it and now, now, with her husband's out of the way, she's retrained as a, as a hypnotherapist and is offering uh, us hypnotherapy. I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I can't talk about it. I'll tell you about it after this episode's finished. Okay, listen, right. Uh, <laughs> we've been offered a few different hypnotherapists. In the last week, we've also been offered a... Um, I was offered some yeast by <gasps> our by by Lewis, our diverse farmer friend. Which yeah, I, where's he getting I, it from? Though, is he grown it himself? Don't know. This is like the water. It's like wartime, mate, isn't it? You don't ask I, questions. I'm increasingly untrustworthy of Lewis Clare ever since he closed down what? his farm. But he just keeps. He, he didn't seems, close it he down. 
we, we misreported that. I think he he stopped. He he un he. It, it's no longer diversified. Yeah, he was still open for Halloween though, wasn't he? And special occasions and things like yeah, that. Yeah, he was still do. He, he'd do Manfrance, for instance, if he, we wanted he, to. He seems to have a solution for all problems from his farm, and I wonder how. Yeah, he's what come kind up of a it. farm is this? Mm, it's more of an experiment, a laboratory. He's exploiting the Wild fact that I am a naive urbanite, right? <laughs> who would, but who believes that anything is possible on a farm? It's not right? the first time you've been you've been described as that. Uh, oh, fuck it. Naive yeah. I know a fucking farmer. I know a farmer. He could get <laughs> us get some gold, anything. no problem. Well, he's a farmer. <laughs> he can get anything and probably dig it up. What do you want? A gun? I'll get it off a fucking farmer. <laughs> I've got a farmer, mate. He get, he's got the lot up there. He'll send it to me. Oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, he's got some yeast. And, he's of course, yeast, has he? this, right. this geezer in Cornwall's offered us these um, camper vans as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. I think someone's but, offered us some car hire as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, I remember Loaded useless. Magazine when it started under our good friend and erstwhile colleague, James Brown. The governor. And they yeah. were the first all fucking journalists, especially in the <laughs> magazine, that magazine, right? They're all on the fucking league all the time, right? It's all about what free stuff you could blag <laughs> in the days when... The magazines were selling so much that people would give you shit for any level of publicity. Yeah. It was disgusting. But when I was a young man, of course I was complicit in it. Fuck it. We weren't paid a hell of a lot, so we'd try and get other extras, right? Mm. Anyway, but they all tried to fucking hide the fact that it was all dodgy, like getting free stuff and you know, in return for publicity. Apart from Loaded in its early days, they just had a section really prominent in the front of the mag that was just called Send Us Stuff, right? And it was so, it was one of the many brilliant things about that magazine was that it was so sort of open and it really undermined the other journalists who acted pompous as if they weren't doing it. So what they would do is they would list all the shit they'd been sent, right, and have pictures Mm. of it. So that was a thank you to the people who sent it. But then underneath, they just wrote a list of the shit they wanted. So it just said, stuff we've been sent, stuff we want. Is what we and want next. all the yeah. stuff they asked for would always be sent in time for the next week. It was brilliant. Um, I respected them for their honesty. And what I'm saying is, Andy, I'm going to start actually actively thinking of more shit that I that need can get. to ask for. We've got, yeah. so far we've got, we've been, oh, and we were offered use of a, of a barge, weren't we? We did well, yeah. But we only could use board, a part yeah. of it. That's not well, good enough. I, I don't know, it was vague. It's a 42-footer, but I don't think it was the whole thing was available to us. It might have just been the top bit mm. or the bit at the front. I'm not sure. Yeah. We've had, so we've some had of these offers haven't been great. We've had headphones, but, haven't we? But the, yeah, I would say the best thing we got so far has been headphones, mm. plus some personal services. Yeah. Not yeah. We haven't had a hand job yet, or at least no. I haven't. I don't know. Um, no. but you don't like, know if you have or you haven't. <laughs> uh, I it'd be useless to me anyway, wouldn't it? Could but, be triggered. But um, yeah, you could go all night. You can rub that as hard as you like. It's not fucking going to do anything, love. <laughs> you can use you can use fucking baby oil, gold uh, tongs. The lot. Uh, one of them. One of them gloves that a fellow wears when he's got a kestrel. Yeah. Won't work. It won't work. You pop your go pop your finger up my bum if you want. I've seen it all. I've tried it all. Won't work. You'd be wasting your time. You'd be wasting like your ice, time man. and mine. But I don't care. I've got all day. Go on. Get yourself up there. See what happens go. now. 
<laughs> like um, a worm going into the earth. <laughs> we did get. We can we talk about the? I mean, the train situation that we've uh, had. Mm, I don't know. I'm okay. not sure. All we right, probably did but, in a previous episode, but um, yeah, you want people to send us stuff? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's it. in okay. conclusion. Send us some shit. Okay. I don't um, know what yet. I'll put a list together. Put it in the newsletter. Yeah, nice one. Uh, email from Zach. Uh, Uncle mm. bullshit story. He says not oh. going to waste your time, and then he does Good. a list of bullet points. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what this is. I'll read it because of the bullet points. Bullet points. Uh, kid at well, school. Kid at school, age 15, reckons his uncle was on a tour of the BBC studios. He walked yeah. past Teletubbies being filmed. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they filmed it on a field. What the fuck? <laughs> walked past Teletubbies being filmed and the director is screaming, Where the fuck is Tinky Winky? <laughs> <clears throat> Apparently Tinky Winky didn't turn up to work that day. They needed someone who was six foot four to fill the suit and play the role. Uh, my s- uncle stepped up to fill the position and apparently he is in one episode of Teletubbies. Um, and this kid's... Uh, this was this, kid, this kid's uncle, not, not actually Zach's uncle. And then Zach said, I met his uncle six months later, he's about five foot eight. <laughs> uh, one other claim, re-uncle, he's on the waiting list for Virgin Space Travel and is scheduled to go to space in 2032 with Ashton Kutcher. Whoa! <laughs> Great bullshit. <laughs> That's very elaborate. Oh, this is that. weird. Just as I was saying, send us free stuff. There's a message here that I hadn't seen entitled Avis and Millwall. That obviously got my attention. Yeah, that's what I've just mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, anyway. But he must be a year behind on the episodes because we were talking about Avis was the situation we had about a year ago. Yeah. But well, anyway, thanks thanks for that. Um, I don't want to I don't want to disassociate myself from Avis just in case I need to, you know, use yeah. them at some point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else going on? Oh, nah, what we do I've been, need. I've been. What I've mainly been watching is more World Cups. I watched seventy-eight, which was not as good as seventy-four. Seventy-four is almost my favourite, which is the first one I'd watched in this set from before I was even born. Seventy-four, mm-hmm. but it's great. I mean, you'd already mentioned before the man with the gigantic cigar. There's so yeah. much other stuff. Seventy-eight's pretty good. There's some really good football in it. Mm-hmm. but not so much of the off-field colour that I right. like to see. Um, you think there would be with it being Argentina. you think there'd be lots of it. They didn't do any, because in the other ones, like in Spain 82, they're wandering around in Spain and just mm. like filming people just doing stuff, which yeah. is the sort of thing that I like to watch. Um, in Argentina, it's very much football-centred. But, bloody hell, there was some really good matches, so that was quite good. I managed to get the lad to watch the final with me. Come over here. We're going to watch Holland, Argentina. Is it on now, Dad? No, it happened in 1978. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. I think um, that is my first ever match that I can remember watching. Argentina, World Holland. Cup final. Yeah. Bloody good game. Yeah. Amazing yeah, game. Can't Amazing game. before that. But I, can't, I know I said this to you off air, and forgive me because this is football chat, but I've been really seething about Peter Shilton since I've been watching these World Cup films because... I realised that in both 1986 and 1990, Peter Shilton mm. cost us the World Cup, or at shit, least progress he? in the World Cup. Both yeah. fucking times, right? In 1986 against Argentina, Diego Maradona first jumped, he was about a, an over a foot shorter, jumped up, 
and fucking beat Peter Shilton to the ball, who shouldn't have been mm. trying to punch it anyway. And then, with the solo goal, should have never fucking got anywhere near the ball, well, right? Well, th- this is why Shilton has spent 30 years, 35 years almost, whining on about the Maradona goal. Whining on. Because he, he should have been... But no one called him out, yeah. apart from... I told you about, <clears throat> against um, uh, Germany in the... Uh, in the semi-final in 1990, by which stage he was like 41 or something. What mm. the fuck he had over Bobby Robson, I don't know. But he must have been holding something over him, right? Because it's absolutely ridiculous. The bloke's 41-year-old. He can't fucking dive. You can't tell me that in 1990 there was not a single English goalkeeper better than Peter Shilton. It was this stupid sort of idea of, oh, Shilts, he's a national treasure. He's been in the fucking England team for like all these years and he's going to win the record number of caps. What an absolute fucking cunt. And he, he, uh, he fucking let that goal in. And I met Paul Parker, who's a very angry man. Um, yes, years later before, yeah. and he was fucking seething about Shilton because it came <laughs> off of him it spun off him he was just charging the ball down well, he'd done a good job he charged a free kick from Bremer down yeah. it spun up in the air it was up fucking high for about 10 minutes Shilton had all the time in the world and he couldn't fucking backpedal three yards to stop it going yeah. over the line oh, I've got Pancho from the flats on the other line yeah, I'll call him back <laughs> later um I had to buy him a load of Frank Perry t-shirts the other day. He doesn't have the internet. Right. He's he's never been on the internet. Right. Ever. Yeah. And he's only recently discovered that it's possible to buy things on the internet. Mm -hmm. I told him that because he had this situation where he wanted to get a Game Boy. And anyway, now that I've got that, now he understands it. So now he's on lockdown. He needs things, but he doesn't have the internet. So, so he rings dealer. me up, he rings me up, right? <laughs> and I have to buy the thing and then he delivers cat. But I don't trust him because you know about the issues there's been of before course. him borrowing Cash. money. Yeah. So we've got this fucking mad system where he rings up, he gives me his order. Yeah. I look online, tell him how much it is. He gets cash. I don't know where he's getting the cash from, but he seems to have cash. And he gets the cash and he puts it in an envelope and he walks round to my mum's house, which is quite near to his house, and posts it through the letterbox. And once it's been delivered, my mum calls me and tells me yeah. the money's there and then I buy the product and yeah. have it sent to his home. After he's put it through the letterbox, does he then ring your mum straight away to tell her that yeah, it's there? Yeah, of course, as always. <laughs> course the funny thing was, when we first made this arrangement last weekend, I called my... I said, look, Panch, I'll call my mum and ask her if it's all right because she's very nervous about getting the virus. She might not even want you putting stuff through mm. her letterbox, right? I've called my mum, started explaining it to her. And while I'm fucking speaking to her, right, he must have sprinted round because she's going, what? He's going to put an envelope of cash through my letterbox. Then while I'm speaking to you, you just hear, thunk. Right? <laughs> fucking Bolivian hand just came through your letterbox. Right? And she went, oh, I think he's just been. I was like, fucking hell. He must have fucking put the phone down to me and fucking belted it round there. Right? He was that desperate for his free Fred Perry T-shirts. But now he's uh, on the line again now while I'm speaking mm. to you. It keeps popping up and it'll be another order. And I'm a bit concerned mm. that I'm basically becoming his Jeff Bezos. I'm responsible Pretty for much. deliveries yeah, of you're fucking a, you're everything. Like, you're a sub Amazon. Yeah, and he has to keep going around posting money through my mum's door. The advice well. that'll be once lockdown's over, whenever that may be. It'll be like a little bit of savings for me, won't it? I suppose so, but then you'll have to uh, teach him the internet. Mm. So he can do it himself. 
Otherwise, you're stuck doing this forever. I know, it's a nightmare. I mean, I've opened a can of worms. Definitely Can has. open worms everywhere. Anyway, what I was saying was, Peter Shilton is an absolute cunt. He yeah. didn't die for any of the penalties against Germany in that shoot, that fateful shootout he, in 1990. He, he did, but he dived after he'd realised which direction they were going in to try and make it look he di- like he was going to He dived about him. three minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when the Germans were already celebrating because they were through yeah. to the final and running around celebrating, he dived. He's diving, yeah. He's absolute fucking yeah. dickhead. And no one's ever fucking called, apart from Paul Nosy Parker, no one's ever gone public and gone, Sure. If you imagine, they fucking hung an effigy of David Beckham just because he kicked Diego Simeone. Mm. I'm not advocating any effigies being hung of anyone, Mm. by the way. But what I'm saying is it seems to me Peter Shilton got off very lightly because for two World Cups running, he was responsible for us being knocked out. And no one ever says it that way. right? And uh, if I was Chris Woods, I'd have the fucking royal hump because Chris Woods sat on the bench in both those World Cups, right? Yeah, and I can't remember if Chris Woods was any good or not. I just remember <laughs> well, that's, that's the he thing. looked like mm. a fucking action man. But <laughs> come on, he's got to have fucking been better than Schiltz. We'll never know, will we? We'll never. Well, know. if anyone's listening who knows, I suppose Chris Woods was at Norwich, and then he was at Rangers, wasn't he? He was at Norwich, then he was at Rangers. Again Did he there. end up going Sheffield Wednesday during that Sheffield Wednesday team we were talking about? Yeah, he was. He was. It was around then, I think. Yeah. Yeah, well, Kevin Pressman wasn't the keeper as well, wasn't he? Yeah, did he? Woods that that one that. we were talking about with Des Walker and Chris Waddle. Yeah, I think Woods might have been before that, maybe. Not sure. But um, uh, Well, anyway, yeah, if you supported any of the clubs that Woods played for, just fucking let us know whether he was any cop or not. He must have been good. Yeah. He was England's reserve keeper for years. And then when Shilton finally fucking retired, Seaman came on the scene. So Woods only had about a year of being a fucking yeah. uh, England goalkeeper. He's got to be the unluckiest fucker in English goalkeeping history. Probably had Shilton just hanging on because there was nothing else. They were waiting for Seaman to come along. But yeah, looking maybe. at other other great football that's been on yesterday, Saturday tea time, had the 1987 FA Cup final, Spurs versus Coventry. Highlights oh, of that. Keith what a Houchin. fucking match that was. I remember Whoa. that, watching that so vividly. Yeah. I remember being so delighted by Coventry's victory. <laughs> but that Spurs team, it had it was a great Waddle, team. Hoddle, Ardiles, they had like a five-man mm. midfield, and Clive Paul Allen, up, Clive Allen up front on his own, who'd scored yeah. forty-nine goals that season. I know, Incredible. in all competitions. Incredible. So that's worth watching. Dig that out, ITV Hub. Uh, we're going to wrap this up now because Primates yeah. is on in a minute, and I want to go and watch that. Great. We need to um, do some some kind of deal with Pancho. Yeah, I need to help Pancho so, um, out. I wonder what are. he'll want by in today. Get your questions in for uh, Life Logistics for Life Tuesday. Logistics. Email yeah. us at, um, what was it, contact at tftimemachine.com. Yeah, that's it. Or, oh, yeah, it's a new email address, yeah. Or tweet them if you don't mind them being public. Yeah, get in touch. And Tuesday we'll be, all, we'll be answering all, all your questions, large or small. Until <laughs> then, my friends. Keep it cunty. Bye. Bye.